Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim and welcome to our podcast. Today's podcast is on serial killer Robert Ben Rhodes, better known as the Torture Chamber Trucker, uh, also nicknamed Old uh, Whips and Chains. So uh, we'll get into some of his uh, dastardly deeds. Before we do, let me introduce our panel. We are joined again this time. Uh, we are Uh, happy to say we're joined again this time by uh, young Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi. How are you today? Great. Thanks. Thank you for sitting in again. Nicole, not that young. Wow. She is. I mean, she's, she's younger than me. She's well, younger than right. you, but that don't make you young. Okay. Are you? Are you? Are you? You're insulting people already, girl. No, I'm just saying, Shane. It ain't like we got some, you know, 22 year old woman. Sitting Save here. your insults for our next panelist, who. Um, We're happy to have back. Uh, she was out last week, of course, worshiping Satan. Was she gone? I didn't even notice. And I bet our listeners didn't either. <laughs> she now has multicolor hair again. What, what, what shade would you call that, Colonel? I call that um, Crayola Cranberry It's apple. called Piss Off Pink. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. I, I don't know. I, it looks like a Crayola. Yeah. It's a watercolor of some sort. And, of course, I'm, I'm, um, I'm re we're referring to the very talented and lovely Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? Did I'm, you miss us last week? I'm fine. Did you miss us? No. Actually, not at all. Okay. Well, I, I don't even want to know where you were because I know it was probably something to do with sex. So, and drugs. <laughs> and drugs. It's mainly rock and roll. Rock and roll. Yeah. Um, you, was up, you, was, you was in a hotel room with Ted Nugent. <laughs> no. Go kiss. The whole band. <laughs> I was a roadie for ELO. No, you were working really hard, and we appreciate your, your hard work for whatever you were doing. Um, yeah. And, uh, of course, as always, we're joined by the very uh, lovely and very, who I may say, is, who seems to be losing weight, uh, Colonel. Oh, thank um, you, Timmy. Way to backpedal. Um, the, the very talented and uh, debonair, the baddest man in podcasting, or I forget what I'm supposed to the say. Most the most, most dangerous. Most dangerous man in podcasting. The very uh, talented Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawkwaters III, uh, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I could not be better, Timmy. I, I had a... It's raining. You let me use your coat. That was nice of you, Timmy. Well, I didn't did not want you to catch a chill. I got I got to clear something up real quick, Timmy. Okay. Um, I, I I made a little offhand comment about Storm last week. Storm, who is Canute's uh, dog. dog, yeah, and, uh, in uh, Norway. Yeah, and, 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 and I went home and I told Rudy. I was like, Hey, Rudy, you know, you know, Rudy is my dog, and mm -hmm. I was like, 
I got I got Storm a little bit mad at me. And normally Rudy just say, oh, you know, tell Storm go go whatever. And uh, so I pull up Canute on the internet and show Rudy pictures of Storm. And Rudy say, you know, Dad, you uh, there, there ain't no harm in apologizing to somebody. Because I believe I believe the Storm actually did. He did take out look a bear. So originally he said he took a bear out, and then, then you I said it was him. maybe an angry squirrel. Yeah, now you're back to a bear. I'm, I believe it could have been. He could take polar bears. If polar bears wandered down to Norway, Storm would take would yes would take care of me. So you're apologizing to Storm, and he's just a, such a beautiful dog. Yeah, just a beautiful bear. But Storm, don't come looking for me, because Rudy said, "Dad, I'm not sure that's a dog. I think it might be a werewolf." Yeah. So Rudy's so. like, he, he he will protect you from anything, but some but point, Storm. Yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, you're on your own. Okay, Colonel, we got some quick shout outs. We do. Um, uh, let's see. Of course, we got always Lady Beverly. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, and, and I know Lady <coughs> Beverly married, but eventually, um, probably what's going to happen is is the Colonel fly over to England, woo Miss Lady Beverly. This is um, never happening. No, well, I don't okay, think you have a won't. shot in hell. Yeah, she got a very beautiful family. I seen her, uh, seen her, her and her husband and her and her daughter. Uh, Noah Oberding wanna wanna. Pooja's friends, my son Logan, Logan's who's just here. Thank you for um, listening, uh, Noah. Yeah, um, somebody asked about Johnny Footstool. Ali, Ali, Ali asked about Johnny Footstool, and Johnny Footstool left us a negative review early on. I think in yeah. the Val Guinness episode, and then has never been heard from again. Uh, I do not believe that's a coincidence. But you're, you're, you can you're, draw your own conclusions. Yeah, but you're not going to make any further statements on Johnny Footstool. No further statement on Johnny. And uh, Celine, of course. Yeah. Um, Celine, we're going to be doing one of your episodes next. And. I think next week. And Devil, do I have to say a name? Sure. Dottie Scott. God love her. Dottie Scott, God sweetest woman walking around the earth today. And, yeah. and why, why, you know what I don't get to me? Is this going to end up? Are you going to end up insulting me because you've already insulted me? I just Nicole. don't know why you're so damn mean. I mean, I your mom is the sweetest woman I ever met. I said you, so, what is your point? Top of his head. You just kind of an ass, and she's sweet. I don't know. Yeah. She had no influence on you. Yeah, no, she really didn't. Okay, um, we uh, we do have a new uh, sponsor. Wait a minute, we got another shout out for oh, Brandy. Okay. Brandy, Kathy. Or K. Yeah, my producer kind of screwed that up, but uh, she listens to the podcast with her 10-year-old daughter um, who likes the Colonel for some ungodly reason, but we want to give a shout-out to those two. And she likes you. For she that. does that's like sort me. Of surprising. Yeah, that's surprising. I'm like Everyone likes the Colonel. I'm likable. No one likes us, but apparently someone likes you now. You know what? Because and no we, one likes me. Because we do all the work. Because you you act like a jackass all the time. Okay, sponsor you, real quick because we're, we're going to get um, to this Okay, story. you need to paint the side of your house. You need to fix your roof. You need to fix your gutters. You need to get whatever. You, you want to get up on a ladder? No, you don't want to get up on a ladder. It's not no, safe at it's, all. No, it's not safe. It's, so what it's do you dangerous. Get? And if you're Brittany, you try to hoist things. Oh, my God. What is that? For crying out loud. Uh, for our listeners, Brittany, young Brittany, uh, kind of was, we were on a group text, and she was trying to get something in her apartment. What is it, blinds or something? Just a uh, balance. That Curtains, was just, yeah. It was 12-foot yeah. long, but only weighed a pound. But she couldn't get but up the stairs. She lives on the 18th floor. So she was going to hoist it up. So With I, a fishing pole. That was just been so funny to see. Yeah. 
All right. But go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you in our new sponsor. So you get, you don't want to get a ladder. You don't want to get, what do you want to get, Timmy? You want to get scaffolding. Yeah, scaffolding. And if you go to get scaffolding, who do you want to get it from, Timmy? You tell me. You want to get it from Mammoth Erections. <laughs> Mammoth Erections. Mammoth Erections. They, they, they have scaffolding. They have, they have scaffolding. scaffolding. They have the on. finest scaffolding, the sturdiest scaffolding. And they're able to rise to the occasion. They're, well, yeah, they were. that's exactly right. That's our motto. Okay. We rise to any occasion. Wonderful. So thank Mammoth you. Erections, folks. Yeah, yeah, thank you for that, Colonel. Okay, um, and a shout-out to Casey, who will be joining us soon. Yes, yes, after Thanksgiving. And hopefully I get a text from Casey here soon. Okay. Not ever, but I did my part. Okay. Um, so let's get on. Let's talk about Robert Benrose, shall we? He uh, is was known as Old Whips and Chains. He was a truck driver, and he um, was also a serial killer. Surprise. Uh, he was a serial killer and rapist uh, from 1989 to 1990. He did a lot of damage in a short period of time. He's believed to have tortured, raped, and killed more than 50 women. Uh, although he was only he was only found guilty, uh, charged with three uh, deaths. But we're talk- we're going to get in that. He was a sadist, much like uh, Brandy. Um, he kidnapped women, tortured and raped them, and he would keep them for weeks before actually killing them. So, um, you know, he was he was a little clingy. That that's the scary thing about the man. It's a, that's what I was saying. You kill some, you know, you you grab somebody, you rape them, stab them, whatnot. I mean, that's what your normal serial. But when you're held hostage for a week and just tortured for a long time, yeah, it's just a living hell. Yeah, living hell. And he had his he had a torture chamber set up. Uh, gear ch- set up in his truck, so he was going from you know state to state. He was a resourceful man. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing you can say about him. Yeah, um, he tended to prey on prostitutes, uh, transient women, missionaries, young women with boyfriends, and hitchhikers. Um, he's best known for taking a photo of his last known victim, Regina K. Walters, and um, I don't know if she's in relation to you, uh, Colonel, but. Uh, he took some, a picture of her minutes before he killed her in an abandoned farm, uh, or an abandoned barn in Illinois. And um, you know, we we make you know we joke a lot about these stories, but you know, went to uh, you see it online. It's really creepy. Knowing that um, she I've seen it. It's weird. Yeah, she was young too. But let's we'll get into all that. Let's first talk about old whip and chains. Uh, ben Robert Ben Rhodes. He was born three names. Yeah, three names again. Always got three names. It's a, yeah, it's a pattern. If you have three names, you're bound to be some kind of psycho. Uh, he was born on November 22nd, 1945, in Council Bluffs, Iowa. What else happened on November 22nd? Uh, John F. Kennedy got assassinated. Yeah, but that was like uh, 20, 18 years later. But but uh, the, his birthday, uh, Robert Ben Rhodes' his birthday is coming up in a few days. Oh, well, yeah. If we you should want... release balloons. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm not sure about that. But he was the second of four children born to his parents. Uh, in his early years... Uh, he was uh, raised by his mother alone. Alone, his dad was in the military, and uh, although his father did return from overseas when Robert was still young, uh, Robert had uh, didn't really have a lot of problems in school. He played football. He wrestled. He and was what? He, 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 he wrestled. I'm not going. You guys are not going to pick on me. We got to get through this podcast. 
and he was in the Boys Glee Club, which I know that uh, Colonel was a part of, and the choir mm-hmm. as well as the French Club. And I know you were the Trench Club, the French, French. Club. Oh, the French. Now I'm in the choir. I'm in the choir church, Timmy. Yeah. What? Yeah, I, I'm in the choir church. What church? A little Amazing Grace for us, Colonel. Huh? Can you do a little Amazing Grace? You know what? Now it's it's a. Uh, I like to stay humble. You're okay. godless. Let's yeah. let's be honest. You're godless. Yeah. That, and you're There's a no church. You're calling me godless. You, I said. Okay. So anyway, Rhodes was a he. He was a wrestling, football playing, glee club singing French guy in high school. There yeah. you go. He was well-rounded. He was. He was. was he in the BSDM club? <laughs> I don't know if he was a BDSM at that okay. point or not, but he gets into it later. Um, his high school years were notable only for an arrest at age 16 for tampering with a vehicle. And you can't, you know, you can't begrudge a person one arrest, can you, Colonel? Well, I mean, in tampering with a vehicle, what does that mean? You know what I mean? What does that mean? Because a person could have had a flat tire. You're just trying to fix it. Yeah, I'm sure. Just trying to inspect it. I don't have any more details on it. I just know he got in trouble when he was 16 for messing with a, a car. Um, and in 1964, he was arrested. Uh, he was at 19, 19 years old. He was arrested for fighting. So he had, you know, that's yes, typical, he, typical teenage. Ra- he was a wrestler, and you know, yeah. he was just going out scrapping and wrestling yeah. a little. But he's bit. also in the Glee Club. So yeah, I mean, and singing. Yeah, he probably got drunk, sang a little hymn. He was Glee probably fight. He was probably fighting. Fight. Little fight. Get down tonight. He was probably fighting and broke out <clears throat> in song or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, after graduating in 1964, he immediately joined the Marine Corps, so he went into the service. That same year, his father, uh, who was just recently released from the military, um, was arrested for molesting a 12-year-old girl, uh, and he subsequently committed suicide. So that's some, somewhat a traumatic experience for the young, uh, young man. Uh, although his father only lived with the family a short time, he seemed to have a profound impact on Robert. Um, Rhodes was likely to have witnessed the violence of his father on his mother and maybe even a victim of violence himself. There is even some speculation that Rhodes was a victim of sexual abuse by his father, although he refused to share the details of his father's abuse, even if, even, uh, if it meant sparing him from the death penalty later on. So... He didn't want to talk about it, apparently. So um, that kind of suggested abuse was pretty traumatic for um, young Mr. Rhodes, young Mr. Whip and Chains. Um, so in 1967, he was arrested again for theft, and this is why he was in the service, and he was dishonorably discharged from the military. Um, after his dismissal, Rhodes married three times, having a son with his first wife, and then he took up truck driving. Uh, in 1967, oh, or, I'm sorry, in 1967, just going back again, he was arrested, for, as I said, for robbery from the, uh, and discharge from the Marines. He received a dishonorable discharge. Uh, he attended college for a short time but dropped out. He applied for numerous, uh, numerous times he applied for jobs as a police officer but was never hired. That's probably a good thing. Um... And his uh, first marriage did not last very long. 
uh, ended after a short period of time. He was married two more times. The last time he was married to a woman named Debbie, and that lasted until 1990. And according to Rhodes, that's when he started uh, getting in, getting into uh, a kinky sex life. Miss Debbie, damn Debbie, did it. You know, Debbie always does. Well, according to Rhodes, yeah. you know, they got uh, they got straight. And now think about it, Timmy. I mean, most of this you can attribute to women because. I mean, I know you are into some... <laughs> Be careful there, Peculiar Colonel. things. And, I wouldn't uh, call it peculiar. Well, most people call them peculiar. And it was really women that led you down that path? Because you wouldn't have been able to go down that path on your own. Well, I, I was, you know, I've been led astray by women before, sure. Yeah. Who hasn't? We all have, and that's where the that's where the kinky strange. Well, the devil. I don't even want to think about what you got going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, she's got she's she Jesus has this Lord. Yeah, she has yeah. a um, she has an account with the hustler. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got a, she got an account with rewards. the dungeon dot com. She has reward cards. She had gold platinum member at the at the, at the dungeon dot com. Yeah, dungeon dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, how's that working out for you, Brandy? Don't you worry about it. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Debbie, as I said, was uh, Rhodes' third wife, and they stayed married just several years. Uh, and uh, as I said, that's when he started to get into the more kinkier sex. Uh, but Debbie says that uh, that <laughs> it wasn't her that caused this, that he had this uh, uh, inclination before she met him. Uh, and she felt awful about what was going on. Uh, he had physically, you know, he was into pain and, um, you know, it's just very sadistic stuff. So he was really into the BDSM scene. Um, they were living in uh, Houston at the time. Um, and Rhodes worked in stores, uh, supermarkets, warehouses, restaurants. Until I said, as he, he, he began to drive um, drive a truck, doing long, long hauls. Yeah. He found... A vocation. He did find a vocation. Uh, but as I said, he was a, a sadist, a sexual sadist, and um, they, he was involved heavily in the BDS and swinger scene uh, that you're, I know, familiar with there, Brandy, in his hometown of Houston. Um, there's not a whole lot known about his activities in the 1970s and 1980s. It's kind of murky, kind of what he, what he was up to. But he, uh, when he started to work as a long-haul trucker, he seemed to be somewhat uh, of a loner, and that's when he went down this uh, very jaded path that uh, Brandy's going to talk to us about. Well, he became notorious for the truck that he drove. Um, he took the sleeper cab and converted it into a torture chamber. Um, he's believed to have first killed in November of 1989, although he's only accused of the one unnamed victim. He's though he was only accused by one unnamed victim of kidnapping and torture. Uh, even then, when Rhodes was detained, the victim denied that he was the perpetrator. It was later asserted that she was fearful of Rhodes after enduring two, two weeks in his torture chamber. So yeah, she so, had Stockholm Syndrome. So he has this building torture chamber in his truck, and he's keeping her tied up for like two weeks. Yeah, well, yeah. she didn't have Stockholm Syndrome. She wasn't on his side. Yeah, she just didn't want to deal with him anymore. I would imagine. You just want to get as far away as you can. Yeah. She might have been hungry. We don't know that. She well, might have been hungry? She just might have wanted to get a hamburger or something. Get out of there, get a hamburger, get a meal. I don't, your words are coming out and they're stupid, so I'm going to ignore them. Uh, His first confirmed victims were Candace Walsh and her husband, Douglas Zygowski. 
uh, in January of 1990, the couple were hitchhiking, which it was really too late in the century to be hitchhiking. Well, it really was. You know, I, I guess the people did that a lot in, uh, in you know, 50 years ago. Yeah. Uh, my, dad, my dad said they would, they would have a bet. Who could get further in a weekend? You know, who could get the farthest? And they'd bring back a newspaper or something from wherever they went. But nah, nah. you didn't hitchhike? Uh, no, I never did hitchhike. When I was in high school, we hitchhiked. Nicole, you do any hitchhiking? No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, see, I guess you're the only one, girl. I used to get rides all the time. I'm you sure. ever get burgered? Huh? You ever get burgered? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily not. I've been roofied once or twice. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so Rhodes picked him up in his truck while he was on a long haul. Uh, he immediately killed the man, Zykowski, uh, and dumped his body in Texas, where it was later found by some hunters. Uh, the body, however, was not identified until 1992. That was a long time. Well, he kept Candace Walsh prisoner for over a week. Uh, during that time, he tortured and raped her multiple times uh, before shooting her and dumping her body in Millard County, Utah. So he really was on a haul. Um, even after the body was found, Walsh went unidentified for 13 years while her remains were kept in the basement of the Millard County Sheriff's Office. So they found a body they didn't know. They didn't know what to do with yeah. So, I mean, he's, drive, he's driving around, uh, you know, making his hauls with his woman. Yeah. These women tied up in his uh, torture chamber in his truck. Well, you know, it's nice to have fun when you work. And, you know, truck driving's a lonely job. Apparently well, he's not lonely. When you, when you got a woman chained to the back, it just passes, the, it helps pass helps the time pass better. The time. Yeah. I wonder, if, I wonder if they talked about their hopes and dreams. Uh, I don't know. I, think I wonder if they a... played the license plate game. They probably did play the license plate game. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. By uh, some chance circumstances, Millard County Sheriff's Detectives were finally able to identify her in 2003. So she was, yeah. Yeah, she was she was missing for a long time. Yes, she was. Uh, a month after Walsh's death, 14-year-old Regina K. Walters and her boyfriend, Ricky Lee Jones, probably another serial killer. Wasn't she? Didn't Ricky do Chucky's in love? <laughs> yeah. Different, different Ricky Lee Jones. Oh. This is a guy. That? They were runaway teenagers from Texas, so I'm sure they were in love. Okay. I was just wondering. Two young lovers. Yeah, yeah. With nothing better to do. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Billy Mack took off after him. <laughs> so they're from Texas, and they disappeared. So like Sikowski, or however the guy's name, it's believed that after being picked up by Rhodes, Jones killed and depo- disposed of him and then kept the girl. See, because if you got a, if you got, if you got a wang, sometimes you, that's not valuable. Well. If you're, if you're picked up by a serial killer, it's a dude. And he's straight. Mm-hmm. Oh. The wang is not very valuable in those situations. Most situations, your wang, wang is, is valuable. Your wang is probably the last thing you're thinking of if you get picked up by a serial killer. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, probably right. Photos seized during the search of Rhodes' home when he was later arrested confirmed that he held Regina Walters for a long time uh, based on the degree of her hair growth and her bruising. And he kept her for at least two weeks. Yeah. And she was, what did you say? She was like 14? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was bound and gagged, let's see, with a horse bit before repeatedly he repeatedly raped and tortured her. He shaved her head and pubic hair. He would do that a lot. I, that was his, like, his M.O. He would, <sighs> he would shave the women's hair and their pubic regions. He pierced her labia. Her, yeah, pierced her lady bits with fishing hooks. Uh. 
dressed her up in a black dress and heels and photographed her in moments of terror. Yeah, that's the photograph that you can find on the internet. It's yeah, it, it's, I don't, yeah, it's it, awful. It's awful to look at, it really is, because you can see the terror in her eyes. Uh, then he killed her with a, is it garrote? Garrot. Garrot. Garrot, whatever. It's where you take a wire, you get behind something. No, I know what it is, I just can't say it. Okay. You uh, know way too much about this stuff, Chris. Yeah. Uh, he made... Well, all we do is see her. Well, it was a homemade one. It was homemade. It was made of bailing wire. Well, it's all homemade. You can't just go down to the Home Depot and buy a strangling tool. You can get it at Hustler. How would you know that? How, How about them apples? Know I know lots of things. Yeah, uh, do you own a ball gag? She he <laughs> then left her 100-pound body to decompose in a barn in Illinois off Interstate 70. I may or may not own a ball gag, the existence of which I cannot confirm. Uh, Rhodes always shaved the pubic hairs of his victim. Is there something you want to share with the class over here? Just keep going, devil. Rhodes always shaved the pubic hairs of his victims, and he would cut the hairs on their heads extremely short. The body of Ricky Lee Jones was found March 3rd, 1991, in Lamar County, Mississippi. He wasn't identified until 2008. I mean, he's dropping bodies all over the place. Oh, yeah, well, you know. Uh... In the early morning of April 1st, 1990, Arizona State Trooper Mike Miller found a truck at the side of the I-10 with its hazards on. When he investigated inside the cab, he discovered a nude woman handcuffed and screaming. Yeah, he, he just kind of happened on this. Yeah. Uh, there was also a male present that identified himself as the driver and of the truck. And that's disturbing, to what? find a, a woman well, handcuffed I would think and screaming. So. You know what I love about this guy, though? Like, he he's to, still there. Like, when me. I don't know. This yeah, I, he, he tries to talk himself out of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, well, and, I mean, we've seen pictures of this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's not the most handsome person in the world. Well, we'll put a picture of him up when yeah. we put the podcast, but There's we've some, done some serial killers that are ugly. Yeah. This ugly is some bitch you ever seen. Uh, after failing to talk his way out of the situation, which I don't know how you do that, but okay. Uh, I think the colonel gets into it. Hey, bit. Jeffrey Dahmer did it. Yeah, he he did. He said he, it was a uh, lover's Just spat. a little lover's spat. Yeah. Lover spat yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure this chick back here who's beaten and whatever. It would have been. It would. I mean, he'd have been. He would have had to have been silver tongue for all that. <laughs> yeah. And this cop would have been, been real stupid. Yeah, the cop would have been negligent had he let them go. Um, after further investigation... <laughs> you okay in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? Uh, the arresting detective was able to... Uh, let's see. Oh, wait. After failing to talk his way out of the situation, Rose was arrested and later charged with aggravated assault, sexual assault, and unlawful imprisonment. After further investigation, the arresting detective was able to make a connection to the Houston case and noticed a pattern stretching over the course of the last five months. In executing a search warrant on Rhodes' home, police found photos of a new teenager who was later identified as Walters, um, whose body was found in September of 1990. Also present were photos of another female, Walsh, who... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. His body was discovered in October. Rhodes had equipped the cab of his truck as a, as a type of dungeon with hair, handcuffs on the ceiling that he used to hold his victims. Um, although he was eventually convicted of three murders, officials believe he's responsible for many more. He allegedly carried a briefcase, because he's professional that way, of torture items with him on the road. I wonder if it was engraved. Well, yeah. I wonder if it was one of those like aluminum bonds. R-B-R. Those are sweet. Mm-hmm. You only carry money in those, though, really. Yeah, that's true. Uh, several, several surviving victims would eventually come forward. One in Texas told investigators that she'd been tortured and whipped by Rhodes and that he told her he was known as Whips and Chains oh, and had and been chains. involved in such activity for years. The um, and you know we talked about this before. He he would pick on it's like all these serial killers. They pick on people who are outcasts because uh, they are hitchhikers. You know uh, prostitutes. Although you know I'm 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 I don't consider prostitutes outcasts, but yeah, I know they're your best friends. Yeah, I'm just uh, saying true. they. I'm just saying you know I like a big tent. <laughs> that's why you need mammoth erections. So Please continue. Then. Houston police found another woman who had managed to escape from Rhodes. She told a similar story of torture. Um, FBI agents called into the case, searched his Houston apartment, and found torture devices uh, and more photos of teenage gr- of a teenage girl handcuffed and shackled at a barn. Yeah, so, you know, if you're going to uh, rape and torture people and kill people, don't don't keep photographs. Well, here's the other yeah. thing. I mean, he basically did a photo shoot with this it's poor pro- little girl because there seemed to be pictures of her all over else at Baker. You know what's interesting about when he got pulled over there is... Uh, when me. <laughs> the officer doesn't <laughs> know what to do. Cause where she came from. He's like, uh, what the hell do I do with this guy? Because he's just acting like... He tells the guy, hey, I got a gun, you know. Yeah, he was... You need it. He and tells then, the cop and he has Yeah, the cop, he's got a gun. Then the girl's screaming. The cop don't know what the hell to do. He don't know what's going on. So he kind of plays it by the book, and he arrests... He handcuffs um, Rhodes. Which he Throws likes. him in the back. Yeah, Which throws him likes. in the back of the patrol car. But Rhodes then does one of those... Uh, an officer realized he forgot to take his gun from him. After he handcuffed him, because uh, there's so much going on with the with you know, yeah, you don't know what he, he just mean, found. No. He found yeah. this woman. It's uh, women yapping, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. yeah, yeah. This but, woman uh, is all you know tied up, yeah, and and he don't know what's going on. So he took his gun. He forgot to take his gun from him. Yeah. So anyway, so but he had, he, he had him handcuffed. He had him handcuffed, but he did the trick that you slide your hands right. up under your knees, got his hands in front of him, opened up the car door, and. uh 
just started to walk away. Now, luckily at this time, backup got there well, right. and arrested him. And totally, um, this guy going, well, I don't know. Well, this yeah, the cop yeah. yeah, the cop could have easily been killed. So they grab his, yeah, yeah could have been killed. So they grab his truck, grab everything in the truck, and they start to talk to the girl. And uh, her, it's Nick Katie. She's 27 years old, and she didn't, you know, she's just a mess by this time. I imagine. Um, and but they, they they didn't really think that. Uh, that he said that she got off on it. That's what he's telling the police. He said, and she said. Yeah. yeah. He was saying and that Detective she was, Barnhart, he's another policeman here. He's he's looking and she got uh she got pierced nipples and uh pierced labia and he she's still bleeding from him. Yeah, he ain't putting no alcohol. I mean he didn't put no aquaphor, alcohol, mercurial chrome or nothing on the bits and so So he, she's basic he's basically saying, Oh yeah, she she's asking for she it. She loves yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Then he gets into the briefcase. Now the briefcase is what we call the devil starter kit, um, inside when they open it up. Mm-hmm. It's got alligator clips. Much like you will find around Brandy's office. Yeah, no, that's what I said. The devil started yeah, here. Yeah. Um, alligator clips, leash, leashes, yeah. handcuffs, whips, pins, and dildos. So, and, 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 and the one thing you have to say about the guy, he took good care of his equipment. Well, that's good. I mean, it wasn't like everything was placed Concerning. neatly. It was clean. Um, he had a video camera. Um which were, you know, he's back a bit in, of an amateur photographer. Yeah, back then, anyway. those things were expensive. And he's telling the guy that uh, this detective, well, this woman ain't playing with a full deck. You know, she's a lot lizard, and if you know, you know what a lot lizard. Yeah, is. a lot I'm lizard is a prostitute that hangs out at truck stops. Yeah, in the lot, in the lot. So Barnhart, you know, he sees the roads is trying to act a little chummy with him, and he said, uh, "They don't get involved with the women in truck stops unless you 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 want your junk to fall off." Yeah. And and you know that being the third world countries and whatnot and hey, having the uh, encounters you might have had. Are you really? Are you huh? going to get indignant over there? Uh, I know. Timmy's going to get all I like, oh, no. not saying a word. So anyway, they interview him and uh, they're just trying to figure out what in the hell. Um, he acted like it was. he had just happened upon a bunch of bad luck giving this woman a ride. Yeah. I mean, trying to be a good guy. Yeah, trying to, I'm just trying to be a good citizen. <laughs> Put her in, lock her up, put a ball gag in yeah. her mouth, and give her a ride. I know, and everybody gets Sa- all... Safety first. Everybody gets all yeah. weird about well, it. She was, she was fastened in. To the, yeah, exactly. To the He's probably concerned that, you know, that uh, she, there was, you know, that she wasn't... She was going to fall. There, there, <laughs> well, you know, there probably wasn't seatbelt requirements back in the day, <laughs> so... You know, he was being extra cautious, maybe. Well, and had they guy. not had a live screaming victim, he might have talked his way out of it. So they're yeah, booking for aggravated. Those live screaming victims, old man, they'll do you in every time. Well, you know, and this is back it's just before. Be testifying. You know, and it's just, that's it. Because right now, all Renee got to do is call the police and say, "Oh, you hit me, and I'm going to jail." This is that all it takes? Well, oh, yeah. how, how would she say that again? I just oh. want her to hear it. Oh, he hit me. Yeah, she, she got the you know she got the high pitched voice, Timmy. She doesn't at um, all. But okay, she got a little she got a little uh, briefcase of her own. I, don't I know. bet she <laughs> does. <laughs> you best be careful. Um, anyway, he uh, they get to a point where they just can't. The victim doesn't want to testify. Yeah, the victim really blame want, him after going through that hell. He just want to get out of there. Yeah, and so finally they couldn't detain him. They had to let him go. 
Now, only later did she say that uh, the man they stopped had a, had been her attacker, and you know all this, but it never went anywhere because the victim, she was just too squirrely. Um, really? Are we blaming the victim? Well, one of them had dyslexia, so that that kills your credibility in court. Yeah, just kills your credibility. But no, both of the I mean, and, and their child care options. When you have and and when you have. Uh, when you have women who are uh, prostitutes working at truck stops, they typically have other problems sure. that have led them there. Yeah. A lot yeah, of times it's mental health problems. Um, and then with the mental health problems come the drug problems. It's Dr. Phil over here. So they're not, right. they're not, and they're especially Did vulnerable. Did you write all that down for him? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm just flying off, off the cuff. book yeah. is just ridiculous. Um, so anyway. I'm learning a lot. I don't know about you. Oh, well. And, and and this is something interesting because uh, sexual sadists are, are the most dangerous. The part? Okay. Um, of of all the predators, sexual sadists. Did you uh, know that they're oh, the most oh, dangerous? Yeah, I know. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> because their cooling off period is is far shorter. People who kill um, and and get off on just the killing part of it, they have a cooling off period mm-hmm. that'll last a long, much longer time. Right. But guys like Ted Bundy, um, who was a sexual sadist. They will often, um, they often have to do it in these like mass, um, you know, like he did in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, was that Tallahassee that mm-hmm. Bundy did it in? Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, you don't know what you were saying, do you? No, you were talking about. Yeah, God uh, knows what you were talking yeah. about. You were talking about how he. Oh. Had, well, yeah, he had a little. He had he had his own little rape kit and. Um, so now the detectives they want to they they know something shady with this guy. Yeah. They want to search his apartment and uh, and and sexual sadists also one of the things they do is keep journals and photos you because they lot. like to relive them. You know a lot. I do know a lot because I've studied these to uh, keep myself up to date in case I happen to run across one. Well, and you know it helps when you're at the meetings with them. Yeah. You guys have meetings? They do. Yeah. So they finally get a thing. They go over to find out, look into his apartment. There you go. It's not going well now, I bet. No. But they don't have a search warrant. They don't have a search warrant. Now, they talk to the apartment uh, manager, and she's a nosy woman, and she's like, yeah, he's got some handcuffs in there. He's got those bondage magazines, women's clothes everywhere. So now the guy's just got to get a a search warrant. Right. He's just got to get a... Um, he knows that the guy's got some secrets in there. But Lee had to... Now, this is Detective Lee who's on the case now. He had to get a behavioral sciences expert from FBI headquarters in Quantico, Virginia to explain to the judge the reasons he needed a search warrant. Now, they finally got one. And on April 6th, agents swarmed into Rhodes' apartment while other agents tracked down his wife. Now, the agents found all this bondage material, women's clothes, makeup, a bunch of white towels. And if you're going to be a sexual sadist, I guess you need a bunch of white towels. Well, at least she she used Kleenexes. But for some reason, Rhodes liked, uh, and one of them which was saturated with blood. But anyway, Rhodes liked white towels. Well, that's probably incriminating. Sounds like your place. Hmm? Sounds like your place. I don't like white towels. We don't have a lot of white towels. Ah. When you have three boys, you don't have a lot so of white towels. So that's the difference is the white towels? Yeah. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Well, and I don't have any... Uh, I guess I do got some alligator clams, but I use those for different things. Those are for, you know, woodworking and whatnot. Sure they are, <clears throat> yeah. But um, yeah. 
And, oh, and yeah. here's one of the interesting things. Both kidnapped victims, even though they were sketchy right, and iffy, they uh, said they had a white towel under him before they started the sexual torture. So it was kind of a ritual with them to put this mm-hmm. white towel on. As meat. well, shaving uh, the shaving the head, shaving uh, shaving uh, the uh, the women parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know, this is back before. Maybe that's why he had the towel. This is back before women were shaving out women right. parts. This is seventies so. Bush. Yeah, he had to get the he had to get a weed whacker. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, was I mean, it wasn't all that easy. I guess I don't know. Um, never could figure that out. But so he, he was doing Brazilian wax before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he was doing it with candle wax. Yeah. To end duct tape. Ooh, that would hurt. That would be a terrible torture to just remove the hair off somebody's body. Write that down. Yeah, let's put that down. You, oh. No, <laughs> Devil, I'm not. Devil already got that on the list over there. <laughs> never mind. So anyway, um... Now, where are we at? The agents got set. They know, got I the did. photographs. <laughs> Many of a teenager with very short hair engaged in various stages of undress and always shackled and handcuffed. She had to have been with them some time, Lee realized, because some of the photos revealed old bruises near her breasts where they were healing up and shaved pubic hair in various stages of regrowth. Now, in some photos, she had a vacant stare, while in others, she looked tearful and scared. Now, these photos are really what bothered Lee. He 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 identified with this girl a little bit, and because uh, yeah, he, he was vacant. Yeah, but the problem is, broadcasting this picture will violate the girl's rights. So he could not just say, "Hey, you know, come mm-hmm. forward." They found a victim, but they didn't know where she. But was. they didn't know who she was. Or where she was. So it was nearly a year after the search of his apartment when Lee heard Special Agent Mark Young talking about a homicide in rural Illinois. The victim had been found in a barn loft, and a farmer decided to take one last look through the decaying wooden structure before having it burned. Yeah, so really lucky. They was going to burn the barn They were going to burn the barn. There was going to be a real burn barn in there. And they look in, and they find the remains of this Regina Walters. Yeah. Regina Walters, she was 14. Um, She'd been taken with Ricky Lee Jones. And uh, that's why Ricky Lee Jones, people don't know. Ricky Jones, when you say one-hit wonders... You know, you think Ricky Lee Jones, Chucky's in love. Well, it's because Ricky Lee Jones got killed by the Ted Rhodes guy. Um, but anyway, finally, and, and one of the problems with this too, Timmy, was that, and you say I say Timmy because you're not paying a damn bit of attention. I am paying. paying. I'm listening to every friggin' word you're saying. Well, you know what? I might as well talk to Nicole. She she paying more Please attention. Continue. She's anyway. not. Continue because I'm paying attention. Okay. Um, one of the problems was the FBI other really wasn't involved in this. Because when you're when you're a trucker, and this is how you get how he got by with this is he was a trucker. He was doing this across all fifty states. Mm-hmm. So, so he had all local authorities on these investigations. Yeah, but anyway, so and there they wasn't go, no connection between them. They go in there. They find a desiccated body. Now um, what? Desiccated, chopped up. You know, and it, so it's Regina Walters. And anyway. One of the weird things is her pubic hair had been shaved prior to death. That was a signature aspect of this killer. Yeah. You and know, in, in a lot of ways, the guys got out, I mean, they got off easy. I mean, because, I mean. They got killed right away. They got, yeah, they got killed. They got killed right away. And then these poor girls were tortured for weeks or months. Yeah, and, and when you have these kind of killers, a lot of them, it'll take them a little bit, it'll take them a little while to perfect their M.O. Um, 
and that's kind of their signature. And for him, it, the signature was shaving the heads and shaving the shaving the girly parts. Mm-hmm. Why are you staring at me like that? I'm Do paying I, attention. I'm 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 a little uncomfortable with you staring like at me like that. So anyway, the law enforcement folks in Illinois thought that the best suspect was the boyfriend, 18-year-old Ricky Lee Jones. But based on profiling experience, Timmy, Timmy, the devil won't quit bothering yeah, me. Please, like, continue. I'm not uh, doing anything. <laughs> so um, anyway, um, they thought Ricky Lee Jones might have been the killer because he was a kinky little bastard, too. No, they, they thought he was a killer because he was nowhere to be found. No, but when they talked to his friends, he was a strange little kinky all right, man. All right. Um, and he was nowhere to be found. Well, he wasn't anywhere to be found because he was dead. Right, they so, didn't know that. Right. Yeah. Um, he was charged in absentia, but obviously not found guilty. So it's not until 1992. Son of a bitch. <laughs> not only gets murdered, but he gets a yeah, gets, gets charged a, for it. Too. Gets, gets charged for killing himself. Gets charged with his own murder. Yeah, I get charged with it. Yeah, poor guy. So anyway, um, this is a. I mean, this is a very. It's hard to follow this whole thing because local police are involved, the FBI is involved. Yeah, and he's doing this the all across the country. He's doing it all across the country. The witnesses don't want to testify. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's picking on the most vulnerable. And he's picking on the craziest and most vulnerable. And um, I shouldn't say craziest, the least credible. I mean, think about it. You got a woman chained up into your in your van. In your van. You got free candy on the side, woman chained up to it. Please pull you over and you walk out of there. I mean, because that's what he did. Not me. He walked out wasn't of there. Wasn't me. Yeah, what? Well, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. This guy. It's like Donald Trump. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? This guy, I don't know what you mean. So anyway, um, so it wasn't really until 1992 that the Bond County, Illinois state attorney was convinced there was enough evidence against Rose. So they show all the evidence against him to his court-appointed attorneys. Um, They arrest him. They charge him. And... um, he decides he wants to take a plea bargain, plea mm-hmm. deal to get to escape the death penalty. Right. Um, so now he's going to talk. Yeah, yeah. Once Rose became convinced that the case against him was solid, he pled guilty to the killing of Regina Walters and received a life sentence without the possibility of ever being on the road. That's all he wants on the road again. Yeah. Did they take Just his driver's license? Just can't wait to be on the road again. Yeah. Life I love is chaining okay, women enough, in my truck. Right. Yeah. I wonder if he was a, ever part of a convoy. Hmm? <laughs> I bet he had a CB, a CB handle with whips and chains. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, but they found all kinds of skills no, on I think his that's body. True. I'm not thinking so, one eye. I figured it'd be one eye. Yeah. They they know that he he got a, the life sentence up for Regina Walters. Um, they were sure that he killed because they um, went back and found his route logs. Yeah, they and found, found a bunch of bodies along the way. Yeah, they could connect him to um, like fifty different women, different different victims. They think he was doing it about three times a month. Um, pretty much about hell. He was working more than you do, devil. Three times a month at least. But anyway, really pot. Um, when really? he when he was caught, he said he'd been doing it for about fifteen years. So that puts the onset of the murders back into the seventies. And his trucking logs put him in an area of about 50 unsolved murders in three, year, in three years prior. Now, not all of these 50 cases have been tied to Rhodes, but Rhodes admitted to, while Rhodes admitted to only three, the FBI really believes at his peak he was killing one to three a month. 
Mm-hmm. Now, he was convicted and sentenced in Arizona on aggravated assault, sexual assault, and unlawful imprisonment charges stemming from the original case of a woman in his truck. They brought that one back. Um, and he was convicted of, um, of course, the first-degree murder. Then he was extradited to Utah to be tried for the deaths of Candace Walsh and Doug, Doug the Russian guy. Um, mm-hmm. Doug but, the Russian guy? Yeah. For some reason, per the victim's family's request, they just, they wanted to drop the charges. Yeah, they didn't want to go through prison. He, he, he wasn't. They, they they pretty much told him that he'll never get out. So they didn't yeah, want to go. Yeah. So they, they didn't want to go through a trial. They didn't want to hear yeah. all the gory details. And um, I wouldn't. And, and there's a lesson to be learned here. What is and, that uh, lesson? Don't pull over and well, turn on your hazards. Nicole, you've been over there paying attention, right? You've been listening to me at all on this. Sure. Huh? Sure. Okay. What is the lesson learned here? You don't hitchhike. That's a good you lesson. You don't yeah. get in a truck with a stranger. Especially one who has a torture chamber in the back of his truck. Yeah. But, well, of course, you don't really know that till you get in. Right. That's how they get you. It is. Because you think they're hauling, like, you Produce. know. Yeah, or yeah, like they got some asparagus or something back there. And yeah, it's, or it's, the milk trucks. I like the milk trucks. Well, they're refrigerated. You don't want to get in there. They're cold. And I know. How'd you like to be chained waist deep in milk? Make your nipples hard. Yeah, well, you'd be cold okay. in the sun, bitch. You know that the milk is in the containers. That they're not just. It's not just oh, really? free flowing milk in there. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Okay. Green so. crusher. Yeah. Well, yeah. Could be a chicken so truck. So you're not waist deep in milk. Could be a chicken truck. Well, that, be those are open. Truck. Those are open. Okay, uh, Colonel, That'd do we have cool. anything else on Robert Ben Rhodes' old whip and chains? He was just, uh, what strikes me, is Timmy, is he was so damn ugly. Um, he is ugly. And there's, I, I'm we're going to post, scary one, looking. We're gonna post one picture of him. With, he's got like an eye problem going on where he's, he squints. But we also there's also a photo out of him sticking fish hooks in things. He had to squint. Well, there's out. also a photo on the internet of him in his BDSM attire. And, nice. And you know he looks like a, he looks like a nice young little uh, Nazi is what he looks like in that. Like oh sign me up to the SS in the dance squad. Well, I mean he's got the chains. He's got I mean he's got mm-hmm. he's got, a, he's, got a, he's got it all going on. His you, know what? you can check him out. Go balls out or go home. That's well, what I said. that's what he said. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I think the the lesson to I be learned in that. would be the same. He needs some leader hosing. You can't um, unsee that, Tim. You just can't. I'm sorry. I'm showing Grandy his uh, BDSM outfit. He's got some leather, looks to be leather underwear on, or maybe, and then he's got some chains, uh, clamps, and things on him. But he looks but happy. Yeah, yeah. He, he does look happy. He's got a smile on his face. Well, I mean, who wouldn't be, though? The 70s I mean, uh, blue blocker could, sunglasses. I mean, if yeah. you could come he's into smiling. work like that every day, that's, that's comfortable attire. But here's the thing. I, I mean, mean you got all that on. And then all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, let's let's get a groupie." Yeah, well, let's that's get a group picture. He doesn't yeah. look as well right now. He he's aged some. And he not, and he not looks well. like a toad that got shot in eye, one eye with a BB gun. Yeah, he's he's got one eye that's something's going on with one of his eyes. It's it's not a it's not a um, it's, it's wonky. Yeah, and we won't get into it here. But if you get on the internet and read about the man, what he did to his victims was just atrocious. Yeah, and, I mean, and you see the pictures of him, and, and you know it's kind of it kind of puts things in perspective because when we do these, you know, we always kind of make light of it, but when you go and look at it, it's kind of hey, uh, well, yeah, yeah, 
you know, I have some kind of moral compass. To, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. points south all the time, though. Yeah, Timmy. well, I'm just saying yes, that when you see the victims, it's it's different when you talk about them and you're just reading about them as opposed to seeing the photos because they're but, really. You know, in so many of these, in so many of these cases, the victims are people who went willingly into these situations. They they thought they would be safe. You know what I mean? Not, and I'm not blaming the victim, although if you're damn dumb enough to get into a guy well, with a dungeon, you know, if you got fourteen year olds, that's what we're doing. They, well, I mean, if I'm not blaming the victim, but it's I'm their not fault. blaming the victim. But if you're a fourteen year old, be at home playing Monopoly or something with your brothers and sisters. There's a lot of troubled youths. Yeah. There. You're 14 years old, you shouldn't be around truckers. I mean, That's take the money and run. Uh, you run. have to wonder, they how, the bank. wonder yeah. how many people he actually did, you know, that we'll never know about. I know. You know. It's sad. Okay, any final thoughts, Nicole, on Robert Ben Rhodes, better known as Old Whips and Chains? <laughs> no. She has no thoughts. No, no thoughts. thoughts. He remains, no thoughts in, remains incarcerated, thank God. I bet he gets fan mail. Uh, he probably does. Well, it's almost his birthday, so. Well. Uh, we're not going to give his address out because I don't want him to get a birthday card because there'll be some no. asshole out there with sending one. Not none of our listeners, of course, but someone yeah. might. Yeah. Uh, Brandy, any final thoughts on old whip and chains? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I do think that we should, what we should do, Timmy, mm-hmm. is we should we should call up the hustler store. Um, Order us a briefcase filled with alligator clips, leashes, handcuffs, whips, pins, and dildos. The Brandy Special. And call it the Brandy Special yeah. and sell it to... And you know what? Maybe give it away. You should have, have your own one. brand of BDSM equipment. You should. Equipment. You should. Yeah. I hate you guys. All right. No, I mean, they um, call her the Velcro Devil. Yeah. Um, no, they don't. Nobody calls her. Brandy. <laughs> where, where can people find us? They can find us on the iTunes. We're on the iTunes. We're on the Stitcher. We're on the Stitcher. And Facebook. Yeah. We're on the Facebook. Timmy's supposed to be tweeting, but he does not. And we're on the Netflix. No, we're not. Not not yet. (laughs) We're not Not on the Netflix. They're going to do a behind the music about us. We're on the Hulu. We're discussing right now. They're going to do a behind um, the music about us. Yeah. Right now, we're discussing an HBO special. Yeah. I should let... We're not doing that at all. Yeah. Amy Schumer wants to come and do it with us. I'm sure she does. She can play her. All right. She can play Nicole. Yeah, she can play Nicole. All right. So find us on iTunes. Find us on Facebook. Leave us comments. uh, Leave us a review. We would very much appreciate it. And we'll see you all next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everybody. Bye. Say goodbye, Colonel. Goodbye, everybody. Good day. Good day. Jesus. Why do you... 
and 365-day returns.